I'm financial expert and New York Times bestselling author Nicole Lappin. And I'm Magnify, the AI assistant that powers the Magnify app. And we are your money assistants. On the show, we help people overcome financial setbacks and meet their money goals. So here's what we're going to do. First, you'll hear me talk to a guest about their relationship with money and their financial dreams. And then I'll provide a personalized game plan developed by the most cutting edge financial technology. If you want us to be your financial assistants, listen to the end of the episode to hear how. Until then, this is who we'll be assisting today. Hi, my name is Anna, and I just became a mom nine months ago. I make 70000 a year, and my husband makes 85000 a year. My money goal is to start saving for our daughter's college fund. I've heard a lot about 529 plans, but I'm not sure exactly how they work or whether we should get one. So, Anna, first of all, congratulations, Mama. Thank you. We're going to put your money assistant to work soon, but we, of course, can't start there. We have to start with your story and how money has played a role in that story. So let's play a little word association game. I'm going to say a word and then you tell me the first word that comes to mind. Cool? Cool. Sounds good. Debt. Bad. Savings. Important. Retirement. Far away. Investing. Uh, risky. College. Opportunity money Mm, security i'd love to double click on your answer to investing you said it felt risky why well i'm not an expert but i do understand that anything that you put in the stock market could disappear Mm. and that scares me i totally understand that fear Uh, are you invested in the stock market at all right now so my husband and i both have 401ks from our companies so we're both like in the market but we're not like calling the shots ourselves. Um, I'm going to put a pin in that one for just a sec because I do have some thoughts on it. But now I just want to get a broader sense of your financial life. Do you and your husband have any debt? Yeah. So I have student debt, which I'm on track to have paid off in the next like five years. And my husband has a bit of credit card debt. How much credit card debt? About 10000 But I think we'll have that paid off in the next like two-ish years. Okay. Do you have an emergency fund? Meaning, do you have six months of your bare bone expenses squirreled away just in case, God forbid, you lose your job or something else goes sideways? Yeah. We both like to play it safe. So we have focused on putting um, an emergency fund together. Oh, I love that. And do you rent or do you own your home? We're renting right now. We'd like to buy a house someday, but the plan is we don't want to start looking to buy something until we're both debt free. You guys do like to play it safe. I can tell. Listen, the principle of high risk, high reward can play out in the financial world, but also the adage better safe than sorry also applies. So I tend to be more risk adverse to naturally. So I totally get it. So you want to know more about a 529 plan for your daughter, right? Yeah. And what is your daughter's name? Grace. Grace. Beautiful. So top level, a 529 plan is a tax advantaged savings plan designed to help pay for education. The tax advantaged part comes from the fact that you can make contributions to this type of fund and then withdraw the money tax free when you want to use it for qualified educational expenses like tuition, room and board. And you can invest the money in that account so you can grow it over the next 18 years. Plus, depending on which state you live in, you might be able to get a tax deduction. 
Okay. So let's talk about what happens if you open this plan and your kid doesn't go to college. So then you have this stash of cash. Right. So if you then withdraw money from that account and it's not used for school expenses, there is a 10% penalty. Huh, okay. A couple of quick things about that. If your daughter doesn't use the money for college expenses, up to 35K can be rolled into an IRA retirement account for her. So as long as she's 15 years or older at that time, that is pretty cool for her future self. Yeah. The other thing to think about is, yes, the 10% penalty sucks, but now is where you can get into the fun game of the tax system. Because you want to be thinking to yourself, okay, a 10% penalty, not my favorite thing in the whole wide world. Does that mean that net-net I will lose money? Is there something else that I could be doing with that money that won't cost me 10% or an investment where I could be growing that money? These are really important questions to be asking. So realistically, on most of these fancy tax-advantaged accounts, there's going to be some sort of hit to your distributions. Like, for example, your 401k retirement account. Your contributions get invested pre-tax, but when you take that money out in retirement, you get taxed on those distributions. And that tax rate could be more than 10%, but it will depend on how much you withdraw at the time. Basically, there is no free lunch. Huh. Okay. So what is it that you would recommend? I love all the tax hacks. So I think a 529 plan is a good option for you. And when it comes to trying to minimize the amount of taxes that you'll get hit with in making those distributions, it's going to be tough because there are a lot of unknowns. We don't know what tax bracket you're going to be in, for example. We can assume that it will probably go up, right. but maybe depending on what you end up doing with the house, you could get a reduction. We don't know what your financial situation will be then, but we can also assume it will probably be awesome because your daughter is literally nine months old and you're already thinking about her college. So that is awesome. <laughs> but what I would do is just aim to have as much in that 529 plan as you think you're going to spend on college with consistent mm. contributions to the plan every year. And as Grace gets older, you'll probably get a better sense of whether college is a sure thing for her or not. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So now let's talk about investing. One of the things that will really help your 529 account grow is to invest it. But it sounds like you have some reservations about the whole investing system as a whole. Where does that come from, do you think? Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's not like I've lost all my life savings in a bad investment or anything. Nothing like that. It just, I guess I don't really feel like I know enough about it. And growing up, my parents definitely didn't like invest in the market, you know, and we had enough money to scrape by growing up, but definitely not a lot of money to just like spare or, you know, throw into an investment that could completely go to zero, if you know what I mean? Yes, I totally get that. It is your money. You earned it. You don't want anything to happen to it. Yeah, right. So the reality is the uber wealthy invest in the stock market. The old adage that our parents grew up saying like a penny saved is a penny earned, that just doesn't work anymore. We have things like inflation, rising costs. It just really makes it hard to retire off your income alone. So that's why the stock market is so powerful. Right. Because historically, the stock market returns 8% year over year, which means that if you invest $10,000 right now, that investment could be 200 k in 40 years. But if you put it in just a traditional savings account, that 10 k will turn into maybe $10,400. So which would you rather have, Anna? $10,400 or 200 k 
Uh, yeah, I think I'd definitely say the 200,000. But again, like you know all too well, investing comes with risk. And that is why I am really careful to try and lower my risk by putting bonds in my portfolio and also investing in funds instead of individual stocks. Huh, okay. So what stocks would you look at like as a beginner? I think that's the perfect cue for your investing assistant magnified to come and join the show and help make a portfolio for Grace's college fund. Ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Hi, I'm your AI investing assistant powered by Magnify. And yes, I'm AI. I'm engineered to answer your biggest investing questions and help you make your money work for you. Hello, Anna. I can help you create a quick financial plan to help you reach your child's college investment goal. Your child's college education will be different according to your children's age and depending on public, out-of-state, or private college. For example, in 2039, a four-year in-state public college will cost around $132,260, while costing $336,216 for a private college. How much money would you like to save in your children's college fund. So again, Anna, I would just plan on investing as much as you think you're going to need. Wow. Okay. So I guess I'll just say like 200,000. Okay. How old are you? I'm 33. In how many years do you want to fund your children's college? Uh, 18 years. How much money do you already have in the college fund? Uh, so I don't have anything set aside officially. But I have like $1,000 in savings I can put aside now and would still be okay. Okay. How much money are you contributing annually to your child's college fund? I haven't started yet, but I think we can probably put aside like $5,000 a year. Okay. Saving $200,000 in 18 years can be a difficult goal to achieve. Let me help you by building an investment portfolio to maximize your chances. I have created an investment portfolio tailored to the goal of $200,000 toward your child's college in 18 years based on an initial investment of $1,000 and a continual contribution of $5,000 each year toward your portfolio. You will have an expected shortfall of $15,600 below your objective of $200,000. Would you like to know how to improve your plan? Oh, yes, please. Here are three options. Adjust the timeline at which you reach your goal from 18 to 24 years. Adjust your savings rate from $5,000 to $7,568. Create a portfolio that can increase your odds. And Anna, just a heads up here, a portfolio that would increase your odds would mean opting into something that's more high risk, high reward, which doesn't feel like it would make your heart very happy right now based on what we know about your appetite for risk. Uh, yeah. And pushing the timeline back doesn't really make sense because I want her to be able to go to college at 18 if that's what she wants. So I guess the best option is to put more money into the 529 plan every year. Okay, I adjusted your annual savings from $5,000 to $7,568. I have created an investment portfolio tailored to your goal of $200,000 toward your child's college education in 18 years. Your plan looks achievable. Based on an initial investment of $1,000 and a continual contribution of $7,568 every year toward your portfolio, you have a success chance of 75% of achieving your goal of $200,000. Would you like to see an optimized portfolio for this goal? Yeah, definitely. Here is an optimized portfolio. 52% SPY and S&P 500 ETF. 24% IEFA, a developed markets fund. 13% AGG, an aggregate bond ETF. 
6% BNDX, an international bond ETF, 4% IEMG, an emerging markets ETF, 1% VWOB, an emerging markets ETF. Whew. All right, Anna, how do you feel right now? Yeah, I feel good, I think. Knowing how much to put aside every year is very helpful. So that part I feel good about. But knowing how to make this portfolio, I guess that's just something I'm going to have to read up on a little bit more. So let's talk this through a little bit. Within this portfolio, Magnify had SPY as your biggest investment. SPY is a fund that tracks the S&P 500. And like I said earlier, a way to mitigate some of your risk that you have in your portfolio is to invest in bigger funds. So a fund is something that is not going to track one investment, but a bunch of different companies or a bunch of different investments to diversify. And the reason investors choose to invest in funds instead of individual stocks is because it hedges risk. Hmm. If you invest in just one company and that company does well, you do well. But if you invest in just that one company and that one company goes bankrupt, you lose everything. But if you invest in a fund and one of those companies within the fund goes bankrupt, sure, you're going to lose some money, but you're not going to lose everything because you have other stocks within that fund that are still alive and well and kicking. It is the investing version, basically, of not putting all of your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So, all right, just to recap, you are going to make a 529 plan for your daughter. You are going to invest 7,500 bucks or so every year until she's 18, or at least until you know whether or not she's going to go to college or not. You're going to invest what's in her 529 account, and you have a first draft of what a portfolio could look like. But you're going to do some more research and find out the best plan for you. Yeah. Okay. I feel really good about that. And honestly, I'm just really excited to have a game plan. To close, we gotta do a little money mantra. So repeat after me, Anna. I will invest in myself. I will invest in myself and Grace. I love that, yes. Do the work. <laughs> do the work. And meet my financial goals. And meet my financial goals. Money Assistant is a production of Money News Network. Money Assistant is a sponsored podcast by Magnify. Magnify is the AI designed to help you invest. Yes, you. You too can have me and Magnify as your money assistants. Subscribe to Magnify at moneyassistant.com and not only will you get your own AI financial sidekick, but you'll also get access to a members-only live Zoom workshop with me where I'll answer your investing questions and together we'll get you on the road to financial freedom. Advisory services are offered through Magnify LLC and SEC registered investment advisor. Mutual funds and exchange-traded funds, ETFs, are sold by perspective. Please consider the investment objectives, risks, changes, and expenses carefully before investing. The perspective, which contains this and other information about the investment company, can be obtained by the fund company or your financial professional. Be sure to read the perspective very carefully before you decide whether to invest. This is a sponsored podcast paid for by Magnify LLC. I'm a client of Magnify LLC, so this should be considered an endorsement or testimonial. Magnify LLC is a client of Money News Network LLC, so I do have an incentive to promote this client. The testimonials provided may not represent the experience of other clients and are not a guarantee of future performance or success. Opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily reflect those of Magnify LLC. The topics discussed and opinions given are not intended to address the specific needs of any listener. Magnify LLC does not offer legal or tax advice. Listeners are encouraged to discuss their financial needs with the appropriate professional regarding your individual circumstance.
A 529 plan is a college savings plan that allows individuals to save for college on a tax-advantaged basis. Every state offers at least one 529 plan. Before buying a 529 plan, you should inquire about the particular plan and its fees and expenses. You should also consider that certain states offer tax benefits and fee savings to in-state residents. Whether a state tax deduction and or application fee savings are available depends on your state of residence. For tax advice, consult your tax professional. Non-qualifying distribution earnings prior to 2024 are taxable and subject to a 10% tax penalty. Beginning in 2024, unused 529 plan funds may be rolled into a Roth IRA assuming the following conditions are met. 1. Must have owned the 529 plan for 15 years. 2. Can only convert funds that have been in the 529 plan for at least 5 years. And 3. Rollover amount cannot exceed 35000 4. Rollovers must be made to a beneficiary's Roth IRA. Diversification does not guarantee a profit or protect against a loss in a declining market. It is a method used to help manage investment risk.